Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, soap fans and true believers. I have Eden McCoy, a.k.a. Jocelyn Jacks, on General Hospital in today. But before we get to that, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. That Forbes article. Yes, this week, daytime was rocked by an opinion piece from Jonathan Burr at Forbes that boasted the clickbait-worthy title of Will the Coronavirus Kill the Daytime Soap? Did video kill the radio star? Oh wait, that's a terrible example, since we want to save our soaps. But let's face it, we still have some radio stars, just not as many. Same thing with the soaps. But I digress. Since he cites Robert Thompson, the director of Syracuse University's Blair Center of TV and Pop Culture, who thinks the networks risk alienating soap fans by airing reruns. Funny, since the article goes on to discuss ratings that have had an uptick for all soaps since the shelter-in-place order brought many folks back home. And the reruns of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful for the week of April 20th saw a gain for the females 18-49 to 49 demo. Thompson said, I don't think there is a situation where people who used to watch Soap Opera A, which is now in reruns, are going to watch Soap Opera B, which they have never seen before. Soap operas are not one-night stands. <laughs> Guess he's never watched one. They are long-developing relationships. Well, I know personally I can crap on his point, as I have started watching Days of Our Lives and am loving the reruns of The Young and the Restless, all the while still keeping up with my lifelong love of General Hospital. And I know when I took to Twitter to discuss what you guys think, several fans like Carol Koranick and Nicole Mather also say they are watching more soaps every day. Eden McCoy herself chimed in on the conversation with adding, no, it would break her heart, SOS, which reminded me of the meta story at the end of One Life to Live, where Roxy had a group, SOS, save our stories to save a soap within a soap. And that's hopefully what we can do here, since the consensus among fans is, no, it won't kill the daytime soap. I, for one, have said since day one of this podcast in quarantine is that this could be a renaissance for soaps. Days of Our Lives was eight months ahead in production schedule when they started, so it will have new episodes long after they get back to work and you get back as well. Plus, these flashbacks and reruns are bringing the old viewers back that may have gotten out of the habit, and now they have more options to catch up on demand. With new episodes of primetime shows unlikely to start airing anytime sooner, they have more time to watch and catch up on their favorite daytime shows, even when we get back to the new normal. So what do you guys think? Well, I jump underscore Frizzy, love the name, on Twitter, thinks soaps will be safer to produce than talk shows because of the limitations on who is on set at what time, and it's a limited pool of people. And Sunshine 4842802, say that five times fast, says, I'm watching the same amount, still going into work most days, CBS is doing great things by showing classics and having a great social media presence. ABC could do more, of course. GH is the show I watch. The 80s capers would be the shows I would love to see. Kathleen 50 is optimistic. She says she watches her soaps every day. I'm loving the old episodes, but I'm also looking forward to the new ones in the future. Lisa McNapp shares her hopes that it will give the writers of GH, B&B, and YNR a look at how positive the throwback episodes are being responded to and the suggestions that fans want to freshen up their creative juices for when they come back. Days could use this time as well if they choose to. 
and at my hybrid has an alternative solution with I think even if they lift the stay at home, it's going to be risky. There's always options to do soap behind the scenes Zoom chats, which could be more entertaining. That's different. So if you have thoughts on the Forbes article or anything else soap related, tweet me at Lucretia Lyon. That's L A C R E T I A L Y O N, as I'd love to have your voices heard. But now, Eden McCoy is next, so stay tuned. that's why I'm glad like doing a podcast now and people at least want to call and talk to you you know forever it's hard to get guests for shows because I've done so many because people are busy but now everyone's stuck at home so (laughs) yeah no I'm sure that's great I'm sure that's really good for you um I was happy to put this on my schedule I was like any any anything (laughs) on my schedule is fantastic so I'm I'm super excited that I get to do this today well, well, thank you for doing it. Uh, I know it's a little different now. We're having to just, like, call people on the phone. But it, who knew that phones would work like that <laughs> until now? <laughs> I know. It's about the only thing keeping the world go round right now. I was like, is that on my end? <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, that, was, that was my kitchen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, it sounded like a fire alarm. And I'm like, do I, do I need to go in the other room? <laughs> <laughs> no, my bad, my bad. That's funny. Well, I, I'm a big fan of Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew, and they would have this bit, like, it, they did Loveline for years. I know you grew up in SoCal, so you probably heard Loveline, and they would always have people call and not know that their smoke detectors were out of batteries. Like, for whatever reason, they just had tuned it out so much, and then you would hear it, and it would just become, like, a running gag. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, those are the best. Those are the best. I'm like, I don't know how people tune that out. Uh, I pretty well reenacted Phoebe's Friends episode where she smashed hers one time because I put batteries in it, I did everything, and it wouldn't stop. (laughs) I love that episode. I love that episode. I, I, I watched Friends for the first time, front to back, I think a few months ago. And totally fell in love with it. And I'm so happy because now I understand all of the references that people make. Like before, it was like I knew a few. But now I feel like I'm totally immersed in the culture of it. So I'm like really excited when somebody makes a friend reference because I actually understand it after almost 17 years of not watching that show. Wow. And and that's what's so great about binging and streaming and everything. And especially now that we have time to do that is it is more of a collective because everybody's watched that show different generations now. Yeah, it's it's a great it, it's it's super fun and special when you have a show like that that touches an audience and range that big because that's just like a huge sense of community and and it's lots it's so fun. It's so fun talking about 
that show with like anybody because you can yeah and that's what uh soap sort of were was a generational thing so like friends it's just direct episodes the same but with you know soaps and that's why it's so cool that you're a part of that apparently i'm just starting the podcast now (laughs) i was like oh wait this is a good podcast question but yeah like that's what soaps have been like a a generational thing amongst families sharing and like so like you would with friends and in episodes like you know your mom grew up watching or whatever now like this is you know especially now that soaps are like done for filming for a little while there's going to be a gap and well how great is it that they're showing a lot of older episodes to get people back to sharing this with their family yeah it's a really special thing when I was first introduced to um you know working on GH you know I was so young and I I had known what soaps were but not obviously to the degree I do to the degree I do now so it was super awesome and fun to see the community around me and to really understand how important what we were doing was to families and generations and it was it was a lot at first it yeah. like a lot a lot to uphold and stand but it was pretty amazing it was really a special thing yeah and and that's what's so cool you know we have to thank mark teschner for casting you so well as jocelyn i mean you perfectly fit the daughter of carly and jacks and then you have, you know, your brothers through Carly, Morgan and Michael, Chad and Brian were just such good casts as well that it's like, oh my God, this is what great casting is, is picking the perfect person. And and that's what soaps do is like, it's so hard sometimes because, you know, we have recasts and things like that that come along. But he does such a good job of really picking what works like first. And you've been great. We've seen you grow up on this show. Well, thank you. That's really sweet of you. Mark is the best. I love him. I owe him everything. And it's funny because I get the remark about the casting and how much I look like Laura pretty much every every day I'm living. Um, So props to Mark. But it's, it's cool because as I grew up, I, I became more and more like her physically. So it was kind of just like kind of hitting the jackpot on that one. But I'm super happy it worked out. And Ingo, too. Ingo and I, I think, look alike. Yeah. Pretty much just as much as me and Laura. So it, it was it was just like gold. Mark, Mark deserves to be there forever and ever and ever, and I'm sure he will. Yeah, because as you may have also noticed with Soap fans and Soap Twitter... They, if they don't like something, they will say it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally one of the things that I've learned. I think that's awesome. I find great enjoyment in going through Twitter and seeing people's opinions and seeing what they want to see and seeing what they don't want to see. It keeps fans engaged and passionate, and that's something they've always been and always been good at. So to educate myself as much as I can, Twitter's a, a pretty great place to do that. Unless if you're new. If you're new, it can be a little bit rough. When you're the new kid on the block, sub Twitter isn't that nice. It wasn't It wasn't that nice to me, at least. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, especially being as you're not an adult, and I've seen them say stuff about Scarlett, who plays Charlotte as well, and I'm like... See, guys, guys, we're the adults. You need to be behaving like adults. Like, if you don't like a storyline or whatever, you need to separate that from reality. <laughs> and, and this person has a job. No, totally. I agree with that. 
but at least for me personally, I just want people to care. Yeah. Like, there's that in between where if people don't have an opinion, it's like, that's the thing you never want. But if somebody either loves you, great, or hates you, that's also great. Like, I don't see the the lines between it. I just think if, if somebody's engaged in something and passionate about something, no matter what the opinion is, I'm happy. That's healthy. That, that's <laughs> a piece of advice I'd give to um, Scarlett, but she's a tough little cookie. I'm sure she's doing just fine. <laughs> oh yeah. You, you guys are so great. As I say, Mark has done a great job of casting the children, especially, but yeah, like what a healthy outlook. And as I say, you guys are not even adults yet, but y'all seem to behave better than adults and take this with a stride yeah thank you so like what is it like being quarantined because I know I'm going insane I can't imagine being a teenager at this time and just wanting to go out yeah it's a little frustrating but it's good because I'm at an age where you know my mom's kind of complaining because I was never home (laughs) (laughs) before before this happened I was kind of always out uh and you know, being a teenager and doing teenage stuff, but it's really nice to be home all the time and spend time with my family. It's really been special. We watch stuff every day for way too long (laughs) and it's just, it's just really good quality time. So I'm really grateful for that because, you know, I'll be a senior in like a month and it'll be kind of like my last full year at home. So it's, it's nice to have this kind of breather moment and spend time with them and my dog and, you know, just make more memories when we can. Well, see, and and that's good because I know that it is rough, especially people that are not working and being at home, especially if you are alone. I mean, I luckily was in Texas and so I'm here with my mom or else I would have been in LA in a studio apartment like all by myself. So it's nice to spend, have this time with your family. And I'm glad that you're having a good time with yours too. And as you said, watching stuff, my mom and I are binging supernatural, which has 14 seasons and a few other things here or there. What are you guys watching right now? We're watching entourage. Oh, fun. Um, we're, we're binging entourage and it's awesome. I love it. My mom was watching it, like, while I was growing up, obviously, but I wasn't watching it back then, but now I'm allowed to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) So, so we're taking advantage of that, but I totally love it. I totally love it. I watch, I watch it every day, multiple episodes a day, and it's super cool, because it's all so close to home for me, seeing where they're shooting and where they're filming and stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, I ate there Thursday, like where they're sitting right now. So it's really cool to kind of like see LA like that and be like so familiarized by it. So it's it's really fun to watch for me. Yeah, that's so cool. And that's what I love about living in LA for so long. And then being able to share that, like, say, if I'm home in Texas, or, you know, my family had visited there, my mom and I really like Bosch on Amazon Prime. And it's a very LA show. They do tons of like on location. LA is almost like a character in it as well. And it makes me homesick. But at the same time, you get that collectiveness now that you didn't have growing up. Yeah, it's awesome. It's been so long since I watched Entourage, but yeah, I just, and and it's so funny, like the Aquaman stuff to know that now that's, that is a movie. (laughs) It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm on that part right now. I'm like early season two. So the whole Aquaman deal is going down right now. (laughs) 
and the acting stuff is so real, like the way the deals work and fall through and how you get them and then you don't get them and they're on the lots and I'm like, oh, I auditioned there. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, that's so cool. And Jeremy Piven as Ari is just the best. He's my favorite character by far. Oh, yeah, he's How the best. How can you not love him? Yeah. He's definitely, he's my fave. Yeah, it's such a good show, like, because it's kind of like douchey bro stuff, but I like that, and I think it's funny because it's mocking it, you know? Yeah, my yeah. mom made a reference that I think was really funny. She <laughs> was like, oh, this is like male sex in the city. <laughs> it is. And I was, like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, it, it so was, and it was on HBO around the same time. There was like a little overlap. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, like, as you talked about the acting and going to auditions and stuff like that, we can start talking a little bit about, you've been not just playing Jocelyn on General Hospital, but you got to play young Carly as well, and the Ghost of Christmas Pass. They've really put you in some fun stuff this year. They did. This year was awesome and super, super fun. Um, Playing Laura was such an honor and a dream for me because I've watched her since day one and learned from her since day one. She's been such a positive driven force in my life. So getting the honor to, um, to portray her and learn more about her character and educate myself on, on somebody else and dedicate time to another character was totally a dream totally a dream especially her like I don't think I would want to play anybody else (laughs) (laughs) yeah and see Laura had played the Spencer mother in a flashback sort of thing before and I really like that they utilize the cast in that way because you work so well with Cynthia Watros and James Patrick Stewart who you don't really see much of like uh, otherwise because Valentina and Nina have their thing over here and Jocelyn's usually over here with her family so it was cool to see you guys play off each other and get to play like these fun flashbacks Exactly, exactly. Cynthia and James were everything I thought they would be in more. Cynthia is the best. I had never really gotten to work one-on-one with her. She's just incredible, super driven, and just awesome to work with, and generous, and dynamic, and present, and prepared. She's everything I thought she would be, and we had so much fun We had so much fun. She's the best soap face. I say this all the time. (laughs) Just, yeah. Awesome, awesome, super fun to watch. And James just went 110%. You know, he immersed himself in that character. He was... He was deciding where he wanted to stand and what he wanted to eat and what he (laughs) like down down to the very crisp of it all. And that's that's a dream come true when you have somebody that's willing to take it exactly where it needs to go and so willingly and so passionately. It was super easy to play off because every take was different. And that's so exciting when you get to work with an actor like that. Yeah, and you don't get to see much of James and Cynthia's, like, funny side, but I've watched their careers for years just because I've watched a lot of TV, and they were on it, and they were so funny in some of these other things. And, and so it was good to get them get to see them play off of that a little bit more than you get to see when they're Valentina and Nina. And it must be really fun to play multiple characters. I mean, Michael Easton's been five or six now. <laughs> Yeah, and with the Ghost of Christmas Past was amazing, too, because it was 
was a chance to work with Michael. And I hadn't worked with Michael for about three or four years, I think. Oh, wow. When, when he was talking to Carly a lot. I It was a while ago, so I don't really even remember what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember but I remember meeting him, and he had Roxy the Lizard back then. <laughs> and he, he was just unbelievable, just so approachable. And it was just like a master class from him. And I, I just, I love him so much. So to kind of reunite like that was awesome. And then uh, my costume was incredible. The set design was incredible. They went, again, they went 110%. They went all in. And it was so fun to see everybody dressed up and totally totally in the mood for Christmas. It was really, it was really cool. Yeah, as I say, both of these examples are General Hospital really going all out and being fun, because whether you have James doing his inner Al Bundy, and, like, I loved the eating. It was very reminiscent of Supernatural. <laughs> but, yeah, or the Christmas episode. It's like, because Michael and Roger are really funny, uh, who's Franco, but there's a rule with soaps, they don't always let them get to play that because you've got to have the drama. So every time we get a chance to see that, and it was great. And, and you did so well at it. And you work with such caliber actors at such a uh, young age, but hold your own. Oh, thank you. I try. Um, but it's really just like I'm in class. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'm just trying to soak up and learn as much as I can. Um, like you said, actors of that caliber, it's, I'm very, 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 very lucky. I can't stress it enough. Yeah, I was talking to Vincent Irizarry, who was David Hayward on All My Children, and he's been on, you know, soaps most of his career, and he said soaps are like a master class in acting, and I've heard that from so many actors, because, like, you really get two takes, that's it, and you're there with actors of all sorts of different generations, so you do learn by watching. Totally, and you don't, you don't even need to be knowing you're learning. Like, it's kind of a cumulative thing. You know, like, people are always like, well, you and Laura have the same, like, persona and the same mannerisms and the same everything. I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> like, uh, in the moment, I'm not even thinking about that, but because I've spent so much time on screen with her, and learning from her, it, it naturally happens. Just like when you're raising a kid in your home, like they start picking up on things, but they don't know they're picking up on things. It's kind of like that. It's like subconscious learning too. So it's, yeah, it's a complete, complete masterclass. Yeah, it is almost learning a language. You you have to be immersed in it to really learn, and acting is its form of language. And like you say, it's very similar to, like, growing up, which makes so much sense to keep soap kids growing with the family, and they learn. Because, like, Kimberly McCullough with Vanola and with Tristan, like, you saw them Robin grow, and, it, and I hope we get to see that with you as well. I mean, you've been on the show, what, five years now? Um, like, four and a half. Oh, yeah. Since I was 12. I'll be 17, like, in a month. Yeah, that's so cool. Because people love their soap kids and love to watch them grow up. Because, like, Kirsten Alderson, I know, played Roger's daughter on One Life to Live. And it was so cool to see people like her and Kimberly just grow up on your screen. And they went with it. Like you say, you are learning by watching Laura. Is that what you did to prepare to play young Carly? You know what? I mean, I, I, 
I know her so well. Like, I didn't really need to do that. I just needed to kind of reflect on my own experiences on screen with her. I remember everything. So it wasn't, it wasn't like I needed to go watch it back. But me and Frank, you know, Frank Valentine, obviously, everyone's boss. Um, we were like, what can we do to like really solidify this? And we broke down her mannerisms, like the tuck behind the ear and how she stands and where she raises her voice on certain lines. That was like my favorite part because I loved being able to throw those little things in there. And I did it. Every take was different. It was kind of just how I felt in that moment. Uh, so it was really cool that they trusted me to be able to pull that off. Um, I was like, I hope that shows well on screen. And I think it did. I think it turned out the way I wanted it to. So it was, it was really fun to be able to throw, throw little bits of Laura in that. Yeah. And and I think it overall went really well. Everyone really enjoyed those scenes and they were like the fun flashbacks. It's great that they're using like actual flashbacks from the show to like elongate the episodes to give us new episodes longer. Like that's brilliant. But it was fun to have something like this that was like a little bit a new flashback showcasing some great acting. The episode was so fun because when I was watching it back with, you know, everyone watching it at home, I didn't know that the format was going to be like that. I didn't know that they were going to go back to actual flashbacks to extend it. So I'm like watching the episode and I'm seeing like 12 year old twig me looking like a completely different person in the flashbacks. And it was so funny to watch. So I think it was an awesome episode, not even for, you know, the work that, I did and Cynthia did and James did and everybody involved did, but the flashbacks made it just as much fun for the fans to see. I mean, all the tweets I were getting were like, is that Eden? Like that doesn't (laughs) look like Eden. And I'm like, well, I know it was, (laughs) I was in seventh grade, but, uh, it was, that's why the episode was so special to me, I think, uh, ultimately. And seeing everybody like Chad, Ingo, Laura, everyone's everyone's hair is like completely completely different Chad's like bald like it was just so it was so funny and fun to watch and they did the production did an amazing job amazing job with that episode yeah to me choosing to put in flashbacks which are kind of like a staple to get catch people up because maybe not everybody watches every day to utilize that so well to extend the episodes was a brilliant move on their part. I was impressed. And and like you say, the hairstyles. I'm watching, like, the Y&R is showing, like, really old episodes, like, from the 80s and the early 90s, and some of which I wasn't even born for. But it's funny how many people look exactly the same, whether it's from then or just, like, on General Hospital from a few years ago, except their hair. Everybody always changes up their hair. <laughs> yeah, and even mine. Like, mine was, like, platinum at, like, one point and, like, really short. And I was like, who let me <laughs> look like that on television? <laughs> who let me look like that? It was awful. I wanted to bleach my eyes. Oh, my God. But it was, it was, it was fun. It was fun to watch. I was like, well, at least I look slightly better now. So, yeah, you said you're watching at home with your family. Were they general hospital watchers before you got on the show or just now while you're on? Yeah, my mom was obsessed. She watched in her sorority and her <laughs> her crushes were Sunny and Jax. So oh. <laughs> they are my dad. 
so it it couldn't really have played out any better. And she loved she loved Jeannie Francis. She loved my grandma. She yeah. loved Bobby Bobby Spencer. Totally, totally an icon. She she flipped out when she met um when she met her Bobby oh. for the first time when she met Jackie. Uh, she was totally starstruck, I think. And she was also starstruck when uh, she saw Ingo like coming down the the hallway when I was first starting walking when I first started working with him and she was like totally red like just red it was so funny it was so so funny and the studio teacher like because I was so little at the time and I was under 18 well I am under 18 um we have to have a studio teacher um on set and the studio teacher just ratted her out um, to Ingo and was like, oh yeah, I did Smalls like in love with you. And it was like this whole thing. It was like this whole thing. And she loves Mo too. She loves Sunny. So, you know, it's like she got exactly what she wanted besides her being in the show. Yeah. I mean, her daughter is the daughter of Jackson Sunny. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's just cool now because now she like really actually knows them like on personal levels. And like, it's, it's, it's a life 360 moment. Yeah, that that's so awesome, and and how great is it to be able to spend time watching this show with her now that you're stuck at home, which uh, I guess I should say it much nicer than stuck at home, uh, because you seem to be handling it well, and I know I'm enjoying this time catching up with stuff on my mom, because she grew up watching General Hospital as well, and, and my dad, and like it's so cool to be even a little piece of the show that you grew up in love and share it with your family, and now you're literally sharing it with your family yeah my mom my mom probably could not be happier (laughs) and neither neither could I because it's it's really cool um it's cool in my own way and it's cool in her own way which is super special and I'm really happy that I get to bring my family a little bit of joy yeah, and I remember meeting your mom when you came to After Buzz because she came with you, and and she is just delightful, and she couldn't more proud than anyone. It was so sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I hope so. You saw her on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, she's the best. Yeah, and so as we we start to wrap up here, is there anything you can share with what what might be coming up with Jocelyn? Um. You know, a lot of the fans, I've been on Twitter and I've been reading, and a lot of the fans kind of want her to, to kind of go off the deep end a little bit <laughs> and, and go a little dark, and I personally would love that. I always get the question of, like, what I would want to see, and that, for sure, and I think a lot of people want to see that. I don't know if that's coming up. It's not any spoiler. It's not anything like that, but... It's just something I've been seeing, and I think it would be really, really fun and super new and fresh and exciting if I got to do something like that. But for what I know, I really don't know. Yeah, Um, Yeah, because you're not filming at this moment. Yeah, yeah, it's been been a minute for all of us, but I'm sure that the writers with this time off and stuff are coming up with some some crazy stuff. I, I can't even imagine because, I mean, when we go back, it's like we're going back. Like, I'm going to be working probably more than I've ever worked to, like, make up for the time. So I'm hoping that there's lots of fun stuff um, in there. 
And I'm sure there is because we have great writers. Yeah, and what's cool and a good positive thing about going on right now is that forever the writers are pretty well like writing all the time. They don't really have a time to go back and that's why some people don't get that they're so busy they may, you know, not know if something's not working. It's already been written as opposed to like, you know, some other shows have a little bit more leeway to see if things are working or not or what people think. But right now they have all the time in the world to really see where what direction to go and maybe they do listen and think that because wasn't it Michael that said the other day does it scare you how much you're like mom to Jocelyn (laughs) yeah I mean because because my mom was was a total terrible kid yeah (laughs) was a rebel child and crazy and doing awful things that was so fun for everybody to watch um so I have that DNA like I have that in me and I would love for yeah. to get out because um, it would be it would be so cool to see relationship shift it would be so cool to see how how other people's reactions to that kind of story I think it would be like a huge community change at least family change yeah, I mean, and Jocelyn's due to have a few missteps because she's such a perfect child in one way, but, like, you know, she's really been through the ringer with Oscar and everything like that. Yeah, so, you know, maybe they'll speed things up a little bit and get people hooked right away when the new episode airs. Yeah, and, and do you have any idea when you guys are going to get back? I know they've said tentatively a lot of stuff may start in August or June. Like, I hear things everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of rumors, but you know what? I don't know. We we don't know. I I don't want to like say anything really because I I yeah. really don't know. I mean, hopefully as soon as possible. I miss work. Everybody misses work. We miss the fans. We miss filming. Um, I know they're they're gonna they're gonna aim for as soon as possible, so um, everybody can you know have that in mind and keep that in mind that we're you know we're not going anywhere and we're we're just as excited as you are yeah because when you're used to working all the time not working it's a nice little vacation but after a while you're like okay now when do I go back to work I want to go back to life (laughs) I know I do I want to go back so bad uh it's like it's weird because it's a totally new routine now my routine prior to this was uh, school volleyball and acting and now all three have been postponed so it's like finding new things to do but it's been a cool experience but yes we all miss work very 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 much Yes, I know. I can't wait to get back to LA and get back to my life as well. But, you know, I, I maybe learned some new skills in the time. Is there anything new you've learned in your quarantine time? Um, learned? I mean, I'm still doing online school. Like, yeah. my school's just Zoom classes and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm still in school. I'm still learning that. Um, and then just new shows, you know, like shows as somebody who like acts and like works in acting shows are fun to watch like for the content but they're also fun to see how other people deliver uh so I've watched a really broad range of <laughs> television shows uh from comedies to like heavy stuff like Ozark loved yeah. Ozark 
Um, my best friend put me on that and now Entourage, which is a little, little more light and bubbly, but (laughs) it's still, it's just, it's fun because you get to learn from, you learn from watching. So I've been learning a lot from watching and I've been learning a lot from actual school. Well, that's good. And this is, again, reinforces what I've always told my mom as, you know, an entertainer, I'm learning when I'm sitting here watching TV all day. It's school for me. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Well, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. Do you want to let the fans know where they can follow you on social media to keep up the conversation with you? Um, my Instagram's just my name, Eden McCoy. My Facebook is, I think it's, it's got a blue check. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know the usernames by heart. Um, but if you look up my name, there's like, it's verified and you'll be able to find it. And then my Twitter is real Eden McCoy. Well, cool. All right. So yeah, like I said, thank you so much. And I'm glad you're enjoying your time in quarantine. And we can't wait to see you back on General Hospital. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and have so much fun in Texas. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Eden McCoy. As she said, you can find her on Twitter at the real Eden McCoy and Instagram at Eden McCoy. And until the end of the month on General Hospital on ABC, check your local listings or on demand at abc.com or the app. Hulu is also available with a subscription. As for Forbes and our SOS Save Our Stories, there are many directions they can go and all hope is not lost. Stay engaged as a fan base and try, yes try, Not to be so negative when discussing your favorite soaps on social media. We know soap Twitter is passionate, but we want to draw people back, not scare them away. (laughs) Because even the most ridiculous moments can be great, or at least an inside joke, like the tree-banging incident on GH this past week, which brings me to my soap Twitter tweet of the week. Soap Jen said, the only one getting banged on GH is that tree. So remember, to hug a tree, since you can't hug anyone else right now, soap fans, and stay positive, vigilant, and passionate, and we will save our stories. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.